Welcome to Discover Central, the podcast that gives you a behind-the-scenes look at the life of students, staff and alumni at London's Royal Central School of Speech and Drama. I'm Scott and thank you for joining us for what is the final episode of our first series of the Discover Central podcast. Today we'll be talking to PhD candidates Alma Prelek and Gabriel Vivas Martinez about research at Central and their recent curation and co-artistic direction of the Theatre Times International Online Theatre Festival. But first, we're checking in with third year acting student Philip with his top tip for looking after yourself in lockdown. Hi, my name is Philip. I'm a third year acting student here at Central. And my top tip for staying sane during lockdown is looking after yourself physically. I think I've been playing a lot of sports recently and making sure my body's always moving for at least an hour throughout the day. And I've been playing a lot of basketball, really, something I'm not actually that good at. But it's been really fun uh, to be getting better and also something to focus on. We're back, and I'm delighted to welcome Alma Prelek and Gabriel Vivas-Martinez, both of whom are PhD candidates at Central. Alma and Gabriel were also the co-artistic directors and curators of the second annual International Online Theatre Festival, which ran throughout May 2020 in conjunction with the Theatre Times, Central and Digital Theatre. The theme of the festival was In a World Where You Can Be Anything, and it showcased the work of diverse global artists for free to audiences anywhere in the world. Hi, Alma and Gabriel. Welcome and thanks for talking with us today. Hi, Scott. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Hi, Scott. Thank you so much for having us. So let's start with your backgrounds. Tell us a little bit about your backgrounds before coming to Central. Well, my background was a bit different. I studied modern languages, uh, Spanish and Portuguese at Oxford, and then stayed there for a master's. And although the course was very literary, focused on fiction and poetry, I, wherever I could, I, I took uh, modules or specialized in playwrights uh, before coming to Central. So I ended up focusing on, on Lorca and Cervantes uh, before arriving. In my case, I am an actor. I started my dramatic art degree in Spain. And then I started researching on applied theatre. That's also kind of my other important branch of the background, which is uh, I'm an applied theatre facilitator. And um, yeah, before coming to Central, I was working both as an actor and also as an applied theatre facilitator. So it's fair to say quite different journeys uh, before you came to Central. What inspired each of you then to embark on PhDs at Central? And if you want to, please do tell us a little bit about your areas of research. Sure. So I think certainly there are differences, but also as Gabrielle and I have gotten to know each other this year and uh, through the festival and also as from being part of the same cohort, we've realized how many research interests we actually share in common, which has been really wonderful. So in my case, because I was so focused on Spanish theatre, and Maria Delgado is such a huge and influential thinker in this field. I'd always hoped to one day do research with her. And my particular interests were on, my, my research focuses on Spanish uh, theater and theater from the former Yugoslavia and how these two regions have engaged with each other uh, in, the, in the cultural sector. And suddenly this project appeared at Central, which is called Staging Difficult Pasts. Uh, it's an AHRC project. And they were looking for a PhD student and it seemed to match my interests very closely. And when I went to the interview, I, also, I, I met Maria, and I also met Dushka Radosayevich, who is now also my, uh, my co-supervisor and someone whose work I, I very much admire. So it just, it fit in perfectly in that sense. And on, on another level, I also, um, 
beyond the study of, of theater as a literary text. I was always interested in performances and also trained as an actor and uh, started performing very young. So I, I loved how central combined theory and practice and that was one of the huge reasons I wanted to, wanted to study here. Yeah, I totally agree with that, Alma. Uh, and that was the main reason, basically the combination of practice and, and theory and the opportunity of doing a practice research project. Because my kind of uh, big fear with research was that, you know, it was a little bit, the idea that I had, it was a little bit too theoretical for me. And I am an actor, I do like to move, I do like to make things and make theatre. So when I had the opportunity to discover this approach uh, during my MA at Central, that I did my MA in Applied Theatre, then I confirmed that this practice research approach was what I wanted to do. And I met uh, Dr. Kat Lowe and Dr. Sylvan Baker, that are my supervisors. And I was sure that they were the perfect supervising team for me. So I decided to do it. My research project goes around masculinity, ideas of toxic masculinity in particular with young people and how applied theater uh, intervention projects can contribute to challenge those ideas of toxic masculinity, going from an embodied experience to perhaps building up safer and kinder homosocial spaces. Thank you for that. Those sound really, really interesting. Can you tell us a little bit then about the International Online Theatre Festival? Yeah, the International Online Theatre Festival, it's an annual online theatre festival that aims to show a very diverse range of global artists and their work. So in collaboration with the Theatre Times and Digital Theatre, um, the aim was to create this space when we could share different approaches and different conceptions of theatrical space in line with that theme of this year that was in a world where you can be anything. So what are the responses, the global responses that we are getting for that? The idea is also to kind of create this sharing space beyond the watching of the place, but also having perhaps interviews or, you know, meetings or perhaps um, podcasts, different material around the productions. So people could actually engage beyond the, the mirror watching. And how did you both get involved in the festival? Maybe uh, starting with you, Alma. Uh, well, I think this, this goes back to what we were talking about before, about the emphasis at Central at combining theory and practice. In another way, well, Central offers its uh, research students certain opportunities at different points throughout the year to engage in, in placements. And one of these was uh, the role of the artistic director, the co-artistic director of the IOTF. And so at the time when this call came out, I was actually involved with a different placement that Central had organized, which was at the ICA collaborating with Nico Marzano for their film festival, Frames of Representation. So I very much wanted to get involved with the IOTF, but I knew that doing it full-time would be uh, simply too much. And, but that said, Gabriel and I had, as I mentioned before, so often discussed our similar interests and uh, similar kind of creative projects that we hope to one day do together. So we got in touch and decided ultimately to do a joint application and to hopefully be able to work together as we'd imagined, uh, specifically in the context of this festival. And tell me a little bit about what the process of artistic directing and curating the festival actually entailed. 
Well, it was a collaboration process between uh, the three of us, which is uh, Shunan Lee also from Royal Holloway, uh, Alma and myself, also with our executive director, Maria Delgado, and also with the Theatre Times directors, Magda and Kasia. And the first thing was watching a huge selection of amazing productions from all over the globe and deciding kind of a thematic line, how, how could we group them or not, or how are they responding to this year's theme in a world where you can be anything. So yeah, the first thing was receiving lots of um, submissions and watching and enjoying them. And you mentioned the theme there again, in a world where you can be anything. It's an incredibly thought-provoking theme. You talked there about getting to watch through a a really diverse and and large range of different productions. The programme itself was incredibly extensive and varied. Did you have a favourite piece or production? Well, I think it's it's very difficult to pick a favourite. I think every single production that was there and also the films that we screened had a very specific role to play within the in the broader program. But I can say that in my case, there was one production that I was particularly excited to see, and that was uh, Tiago Rodriguez's uh, Sopro, which was actually included. So we ended up extending the festival to, it was originally going to be two weeks to a month, and then we had a month plus seven, as we were constantly adapting to these you know, ever-shifting circumstances. And Tiago's play was, it came out a few years ago in Portugal, and it had these incredible reviews, and I'd always wanted to see it, but I was never, quite in the right city at the right time when they were touring. So when we found out that Tiago was on board to join the festival, it was, uh, it was very special to be able to see this play, which turns theater on its head. And it's a sort of meta-theatrical rumination on the aspects of a play that we don't notice. And what about you, Gabriel? Um, in my case, I, I, I was just thinking that it is very difficult as well because there were many, many uh, amazing productions, but perhaps one that really inspired me to think and to reflect on the nature of theatricality was Apollonia by Christoph Parlikowski, especially because not only the combination of theatrical languages, but also because I had the opportunity to see it live in Varso around two years ago. So that combination of the experience that I had back then and the experience that I I was having in that particular moment now through my laptop was really interesting and food for thought for me as a researcher and as a theatre practitioner on what are the limits and the possibilities of digital work and digital reality. And Alma, you you referred to the fact that the festival was extended. Of course, it was already planned for digital delivery prior to the start of the global pandemic. But did you notice any difference in the way that people were engaging with the festival due to lockdown? I would say that we did. We already had the theme before the crisis uh, really hit. And we already had a sort of idea of how we wanted the, the festival to play out. But it became very clear that as lockdown was introduced, not just in the UK, but in so many other places, that people were going to be really hungry to engage with theatre in any way possible. And not necessarily with just the productions themselves, but also with anything that could in some way uh, link them to the theatrical world. Uh, Gabrielle, as you mentioned a little bit before, we decided to have a stronger emphasis on certain events than we necessarily thought, like, you know, round tables and live Q&As because we wanted to recreate that special something that obviously cannot be fully transmitted on a, uh, on a screen, the sense of the live event. But there is still something about that, about people logging in at the same time and, and watching, uh, watching a conversation in real time that we hope to replicate. 
So that was, it, I think, it, I think we would probably both say that the festival gained a certain, a certain sort of uh, relevance uh, that was particularly unique to this strange period that we're all going through. I will say also even with the companies, because um, we had the submission deadline and after that we were already curating, but we kept receiving with the um, lockdown proposals like, hey, we will also like to share our work, which was a an, an beautiful opportunity for creating this kind of collaboration and networking on people that were offering uh, resources online and their productions online. So at the end, we added way more productions that what we had planned. Um, I think we planned 25 to include 25 productions or that was like the initial idea and we ended up having more than 40. So that, that is really also a response on this um, generosity from the companies, from the theatres, but also on the demand that we got from, from the audience and the engagement that people were having with the festival. I think it's really interesting because a lot of people, not just in the theatre world, they're referring to this phrase, the new normal, aren't they, already? Do you think we'll see more digital performance and digital festivals in the future and, you know, maybe as a result of COVID-19? I think it's, it's almost inevitable that we will. How much of an increase are we looking at is difficult to say we, because so much of it depends on, well, this new normal depends on the development of a vaccine. It depends on how long it will be until theaters can reopen and after they reopen, uh, at what capacity they're going to be producing their plays for. I think something that will be important for the theater community to think about and for ourselves as practitioners to consider is what can theater, digital theater offer that is different from film? Because if it's just a poor version of, of, a, of a live event, then we might as well all be making films, right? It ha we have to think about what is special that can be transmitted about a performance online. And if we're able to do that, then maybe, maybe we're, at the, we're at the cusp of something very exciting. Um, that's certainly some, a conversation I think that's worth having. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Alma. And I also think that we will see more uh, digital, probably festivals and digital performance. I am already seeing companies that are creating shows specifically like Zoom intended, for example, uh, or Instagram intended, which is really inspiring. And it really amazes me how creative our industry and our, our talent uh, are, that they are just taking what we have and creating something. But at the same time, I also reflect a lot on the fact that perhaps we couldn't consider this as a substitute for the theatrical event. For me, it's important that we reflect and be grateful and open to all of these proposals, but also not pretending that they can substitute the theatrical event, because I'm not saying that it's not possible, but actually there is this um, ritualistic approach to being together in the same space, living an experience that perhaps uh, we have in digital environments a little bit of a challenge there. So I would say that the more the merrier, the more creative proposals we have, the better. But at the same time, let's not pretend that it can substitute what actually bringing people together in a theatre can be. I completely agree there, Gabriel. And I think it's important to make a distinction that while there may be very exciting things about the development of online theatre, inevitably people are going to want to convene in a theatrical space and be together because that's such an elemental aspect of experiencing a show. It's a question, it's something to think about while we move uh, forward here. Absolutely. And, and from being together to uh, going back to us being on our own in, in lockdown, how are you both continuing your research 
in lockdown and what's next? Well, in my case, um, my research is very much focused on embodiment and physical contact, which is quite a challenge in these um, physical distance times. I, I wouldn't like to, to name it social distance. I don't think we're socially distant, but physical, physically distant. So in my case, for example, it will be about exploring what possibilities of perhaps contributing to the practice in the workshop room, um, the digital medium office. Uh, for that, I have been very lucky to be part of the collaborative outreach unit in our second year drama and theater education cohort. And I am working with them as a tutor and lots of inspiration ideas on how, how we can use the mediums that we have for workshop facilitation or for embodiment. This is a, a very big fountain of inspiration for me while we see how the development goes. I think the, the initial idea is that to be aware that there are lots of important things uh, from the digital world that we can take in, for example, sharing uh, content globally, sharing with others that are very far from us physically, that can bring us together in a digital form, but at the same time, thinking also how we can be preparing the, the ground for where we can be together and hug each other again. Yes, I would also, I have to say that I have uh, so much admiration for the, the PhD uh, researchers like yourself, Gabriel, who are in the world of, uh, of, of these practice PhDs. And it's, uh, it's uh, certainly uh, admirable that you've been doing to, to move the research forward. And in my case, my work is, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's purely written, it's a theoretical piece, so it's a little bit easier. Um, but my research focuses on, a lot of it draws from source texts that come from the 1930s. So I'm looking at the representation of the Spanish Civil War in uh, the space of the former Yugoslavia. So there's a lot of uh, archival work it was meant to be in, in, in Spain and in, in Serbia and Croatia that I've had to put off for the moment. And of course, uh, limited resources with libraries being shut. Uh, so it, it has been difficult. It has been uh, less than ideal, certainly. But I would say that Central has been incredibly accommodating and helpful. And where they've been able to, they've they've helped us access certain certain resources and and so forth. So we do, we do have much to be thankful for in in that respect. Alma and Gabriel, thank you both so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks as well to final year acting student Philip, and thank you for joining us for this first season of Discover Central. We'll be back again in the autumn for more conversations with Central students, staff and alumni. We hope you'll join us then. For now, wherever you may be, stay safe and we'll see you next time.